What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 22. 22. How have we already done this 22 weeks? It's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm Ryan, waiting for Matt to join us, but I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you for taking the time out to come and spend the evening with us, late night, 1 a.m. Eastern Time. This week, no topic. It's going to be interesting. We've never done this before. We're just going to talk. Whatever comes to mind. Look at Matthew. <laughs> oh, so, so funny. I like, came on and was like, oh, man, he's definitely had a couple of drinks. This is going to oh, be yeah. funny. <laughs> I'm like four or five drinks deep, buddy. All right. That's great. I'm not as exciting as you, but I did just have a puff, so that was good. You're like ridiculously quiet. Oh, really? No, oh, let me see here. Maybe I. Oh, here. Let's do this. Let's switch the earphones up. Sometimes that helps. I don't know. Let's see. Can you hear me better? Very quiet. Still really quiet? Yeah. All right. Let's just for a minute try it again. How about now? Same. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It might be just my 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 phone. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe your phone it's just sucks. It's a mystery. Nope, you're gone now. Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know so, what happened. Hang on. You're good. No, not good. All right. Is that better? That is better. All right, good. <laughs> You're so quiet, but I can see you at least. What's up, buddy? Fucking annoying. <laughs> Technical difficulties of streaming on Instagram. It's a mystery every week. Yep. Some weeks I'm a robot voice, sure. some weeks Matt's as quiet as the mouse. <laughs> hey, we haven't had robot voice issues since you switched your phone. I think it's only been one or two weeks, though, right? Yeah, it's only the second episode since, but I think it was the phone, but I don't I don't know. I, maybe it's Instagram. I have no idea. I know. And I always wonder if I should, like, invest in, like, a better microphone. Like, just Yeah, I was to... thinking about it, but I think Instagram's really finicky with using outside mics. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know. Try to look at seeing if we can move it. So, welcome everybody. This week we're going to talk about our business plan, how to move this forward. <laughs> this week you're going to listen to Inside Baseball, and we're That's only right. going to talk about how we suck at doing this. That's right. Um, it's it's a half-ass attempt, but it works well. <laughs> I think it's also because you're on iPhone and I'm on on maybe, Android. Maybe. And my buddy said that, like, uh, on iPhone, the the Instagram app is, like, tied into the phone where it, it like, works with it better. Where on Android, it's, it's like, I don't know, some, something to do with, like, it uses, like, a filter on it or, or something where it's, like, it, it doesn't work as well on Android for some reason. But, like, yeah, I'll never go Apple and you'll never go fucking Android. So it doesn't really matter. Watch, I'm going to go down a little bit. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. That's great. Um, hey, 
I feel like the Eternals trailer was like so long ago. Did we just not talk about it last week or did we talk about it last week? That's a mystery. Nobody can solve that mystery. I feel like we didn't talk about it and I was like, why did we not talk about it? It was an MCU thing. I know we both weren't like in love with it or anything, but it's I think we talked about it privately, but Yes, we did talk about it privately. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I thought it was really bad. We should talk about it because it's we both have a similar opinion on it, which I don't think I'm that surprised by in this case. I feel like no, I mean, we're pretty aligned on this one here. I look at it as this. I don't know anything about the Eternals. And yeah. I know a lot of people are way more into the comics and know way more details than I ever will about all this stuff. So I'm not going to play that game of like, you know, I'm the idiot here, which I am the idiot here. But like, um, I felt that the trailer didn't, didn't, show you anything it, it it gave it showed you a look at like oh here's some famous actors and actresses that you recognize it didn't give us a plot and it didn't a, tell and us what ripped, the movie was even about and a ripped Kamel Nanjiani yeah he's fucking ripped like, man yeah I, I just felt like it didn't do anything for me like I know it's a, it's a it's a teaser and I'm sure there's a full trailer coming but yeah it didn't it didn't tell me what the movie was about I don't know what the plot's about it was just basically like, hey, we can show you panned scenes of things for Finnegan, a minute. Finnegan's face when you did that was really cute. He just like stuck his head up and oh, hi, Finn. You're very quiet right now. He's miserable because it's hot. Oh, is it? That sucks. It's, it was hot here for us this week, too. Um, I feel like that was the point of it, though. You know, like I feel like they were not trying. I feel like essentially what this was was like them just saying, hey, like this is coming. And like, I feel like they kind of tied it into the MCU by kind of having that piece where it was like, where they kind of mentioned like, oh, you know, now that Captain America and Iron Man are gone, who's going to whatever. Like, I feel like that was just like a way to kind of like tie it into the MCU. So people like don't like write it off as like what the fuck like is this like fantasy like sci-fi stuff you know what i mean like i I think visually visually what i saw looked good but like it just didn't do anything to get me excited like excited and like i'm the same as you i literally know nothing about the eternals the only thing i know about the eternals is that cersei who is an avenger was is an eternal and that's really like all i really know like at least with guardians like when i knew the movie was coming at the time i was reading comics i like went and read the comics to like prepare for it so it's like at least going into that i had like a ballpark idea of like who they were and like what they're kind of what they you know were about enough to like have a guideline to be like okay how true to this is this to like to the comics kind of thing right? right but like going into this it's like i know nothing about the Eternals, nothing at all. Same. And, and so, that's what I mean. Is like to me, the point of a teaser trailer is to get you hyped for the film. So it needs to show you what is this movie about? Here are the stars of this movie. Here are the characters of this movie. Here is a few scenes that are either full of comedy or action to get you hyped for the film. And this is when it's coming out. That's the job of a teaser trailer. It yes. does not fulfill anything but here are the people of this film and here is when it's coming out and to me that's a huge epic failure like if it was spider-man or iron man or 
I, I don't know, Captain America or something like huge that everybody knows about already, then that's fine. You can tease something very abstract and, and, and get people excited for it still because you can just show, hey, here's Spider-Man swinging through a city. There's no plot. There's no, we don't need to show you anything. It's just, oh, Spider-Man's here. Check it out. That's okay. Diff- that's comes out. Like you said, though, right? It's different because... It's, it's we know who that is like that's, that's but that's what i'm saying is, yeah, is yeah 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 the eternals i don't know anything about these characters so show me tell me what this movie's about tell me why i should care about this movie tell me why i want to go see this movie and it doesn't do that i feel like the general consensus is that people are liking it so it's like i'm happy that people are digging it but it's just like for me it just it didn't it's not that it didn't work it just didn't yeah. like if it was supposed to get, it's like you just said, like if it was supposed to get me hyped for it, like it failed yeah. to do it. It's, I still think it's, I have no doubt that it's going to be good. Like that's the thing is like, I'm an MCU lover. Like for me to think something's going to not be good in the MCU, they, they will have to actually prove me wrong because like, I feel yeah. like they're just, they're really, really good at storytelling and they, sure. I'm not saying that there isn't plot holes. There's always plot holes. Yeah, of course. In, in, in every movie, like for the most part, that has more than like of a complex story, right? And like I feel like as a whole, they do a really, really good job at telling a story, an overall story. And like I just think that, like they will literally have to ruin something for me to lose that trust because I just feel and again, it's not like I think everything is gonna be a home run for me. But it's just I feel like they're they pay attention to the details where a lot of the other like the Sonys and the Foxes of the time, like that's the stuff that they were like, no one gives a shit about that little stuff. And it's like, I agree. Yeah. Like anyone who is into this invested like heavily. We all give a shit about the little stuff. It's all about the little stuff. That's what makes the characters who they are. I totally agree with you. And like, I think that's where Fox failed with X-Men. Yeah, me too. Totally. They didn't care about the little things. They didn't. Nope. They thought, "Hey, uh, we can redo the the Phoenix saga, and it doesn't matter about the details. It doesn't matter about if we're accurate in doing it. We're going to call it the Phoenix saga, and these fans are going to come and see it regardless." And it's like, "Well, no, you fucked it royally up, yeah. and no no fan of this comic uh, storyline is going to go see the movie and go, oh, that was great.' Like, no, you fucked it up royally, and and then X-Men 3 came out, and it was like, oh. we're just going to throw everything at the fucking dartboard. Yep. Like, it that's doesn't matter what the fuck we do. Yeah. yeah. Was, and yeah, and that's where really, it went wrong. After X3, they had to reboot the franchise because fans fucking hated it. It's the yeah. same as Spider-Man 3. Like, Spider-Man 3 threw everything at the dartboard. It was like, oh, okay, we need every villain we can get in this thing. We're not going to have a plot or make sure it's accurate. We're just going to throw everything we can at the dartboard and hope something's dead. And yeah. it failed miserably. And so miserably. <laughs> so like that's what I mean. It's like I I feel like these studios should learn from that from that. It's is like okay, we've gone down this path. We've learned from this path. Little things matter. And and so far MC, the MCU has like mastered that. It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah the little I things agree. do matter." And we're going to we're going to throw back little tiny minute details from 10 movies ago in this next thing and it's going to matter and yeah. i hope i i have zero expectation that the eternals are going to be bad in any way but 
as somebody that knows nothing about them, that tra- those teasers did not do anything to get me excited for the movie. Yeah, same here. And that, that could be a big part of why it just doesn't catch us either, right? It's like hundred percent. It's a property that I'm just like, and again, right? It, it it takes it a step further, right? Like it goes even further into like like the less grounded realm that the MCU is currently headed in, right? So it's like, and it's like a huge step, right? It's like, okay, these people are like not even human. Like they're, they might look human, but like they're godlike in ability, right? So, I mean, presumably we don't even fucking know that really, right? No, I agree with you. And like, for me and you, it doesn't matter because we're going to go see the movie regardless. Totally. They could say, hey, the MCU's coming out with Poop King dot com as the next film king.com yeah and we'd be like all right we're in like we'll go see it i don't care it has the mcu logo at the beginning we'll pay money to go see this movie but for somebody that i like king 2 major diarrhea exactly and that's what i'm saying is like for me and you it doesn't matter we've seen pretty much every comic book movie release since they've started releasing comic not dc ones for me but yes but if somebody is not super into this at this point is this a place where you can say that movie looks cool? Can I jump in there? And yeah. I would say maybe I don't know. I have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah. Um, I also think that they're really pushing Loki right now. Mm. Um, and I think that they almost don't care because the Eternals is still six months out. And yeah, probably. The thing is, is like we have content until the end of the year right now pretty much right. right like we have loki and then we have black widow we have more loki then we have what if then we have eternals then we have spider-man plus in there i think we have another show don't we isn't there another one at the end of the year um or yeah not? um i can't remember what it is right now hmm. maybe i'm um, wrong but i thought there was another one but she hulk maybe i i don't remember mm, i don't think she hulks this year maybe there's not another marvel one but there'll be there- star wars ones but I don't remember, but, still, but um, having having fresh content every three months or like more regular than that, like that's a huge upgrade from what we were getting post pandemic. Well, like the rumor is we're getting a Spider Man trailer like soon, next like, couple days, in the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah, I heard that. Um, well, I, there was rumor that it was supposed to be this week on Tom Holland's birthday, but it never happened. Right. So I assume that's coming sometime. I I yeah. think what. Disney's focused on right now is getting Loki out the door, seeing the response to the first episode of Loki. Yeah. Then they're going to start pushing Black Widow because it comes out, I think, July 9th or July, somewhere in the Something. early July. They're going to push, they're going to push Black Widow hard through either, either there's going to be like trailers or something alongside Loki, like at the beginning of Loki, they might tease it or whatever, or it's going to be advertised like fucking mad in the next, you know, six weeks. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to start pushing Eternals really hard. Um, I think they want to see what happens with Black Widow for sure. Just because I don't know if they think that people are going to see it in theaters. I mean, the States is kind of getting back to normal. So yeah. if, if the States response is huge for Black Widow, then they may be like, all right, we're, we're pushing Black, uh, the Eternals like yeah. crazy right now. If I haven't looked into extremely tepid, I think you're going to see a lot more commercials, a lot more uh, like sports advertisements between like NBA and NHL playoff games. Yeah. um, That kind of thing. And then come into like the football season, Sunday night football, you're going to see fucking eternal trailers and stuff like that to really push it. Yeah. And the big, Um, like the things where it's, uh, 
like getting its best exposure, chance at exposure yeah. to, yeah, totally. Um, the fact that Cruella just came out in Canada on Disney Plus for $35 is like, <clears throat> to me, Disney does not does not care. If they, they wanted to push Cruella, they would have put it out at $19.99, yeah. something reasonable. Yeah. Put it out at $35 is like instantly, <clears throat> I'm like, no, I, I, anybody that knows me knows I am in love with Emma Stone. I think Emma Stone is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And the fact that I won't pay for that movie because it's $35 tells you a lot because I will pretty much watch anything that Emma Stone is in. Yes, you are an Emma Stone fan. Yeah. So, no, it, it's just not going to happen. $35 yeah. is enough. I know. I went to look at it the other day. I was like, oh, Cruella now. Let's see. And I went and looked. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of money for... Yeah. For that. I'll wait. If you like to keep the movie... And it'll be on Disney Plus and then I can watch it for free. If if it was like pay now for thirty five dollars and when the movie comes out for you can uh, have like it. digital you can keep the copy of the movie permanently yeah. digitally yeah I would be in if it yeah. was like you can you can pre order the the uh, Blu ray or four K copy of the movie and then we'll give you a code to watch the digital version now as a rental or whatever I'd be in on that too but like to ask me to pay thirty five dollars for a forty eight hour rental yeah it's not gonna happen dude yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When Black Widow comes out, that's probably what I'm going to do. Because by that time, I don't know if I'll have my second vaccine shot yet. So, like, but, if I have to watch it at home, I will. I would love to go for to me, movies, but... Like, I have four or five friends here that will split on that fee for me. Right. Like, right. We, are, we are already planning, like, hey, let's let's get a projector. Let's sit out in somebody's oh, backyard. Right. and do it right watch Black Widow for 35 bucks. We'll all chip in five bucks and watch Black Widow on a night, you know, a weekend or whatever when it comes out. I am not going to sit in my own house and spend $35 on Black Widow. It's not going to happen. I probably will. But I mean, but, That's but, fair. In, but in fairness, like, I'll watch it with Kate once and then, like, I'll watch it again in the 48 hours at yes. least once. Like, especially right. if I know I can have access to it, like, right. I'll rewatch it because that's, like, I literally, I'm I'm that person. Like, I'll go to the movies. Like, when the movies were coming out, I was going to them. Like, I went on Thursday night opening, usually with a friend. And I always bought all, I bought the tickets when I would go with a friend, like, on opening night, just because, like, right. I'd have people who, like, don't really give a shit. I'm like, just come for the free ticket, you know, yeah. whatever. And then, like, I would go, uh, usually, like, it, sometimes I would go again with Kate or with another friend and then I'd usually go the following Monday we would have like all my local like nerd friends would hang out and like instead of customizing figures on the Monday we would go and see the the latest Marvel movie yeah. so like whenever a new one would come out we would do that too so I was literally seeing these movies in theaters three times anyway right. like I was buying four tickets at least yeah and, I, and when you look at it that way you're spending 14 to 18 dollars a ticket anyway Yeah. so you know when you when you go see it three times, yeah, you're already spending thirty five bucks. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, I typically only see a movie once in theaters, and then when it comes out on Blu Ray or four K, I'll buy the copy of the movie. I'm yeah. a collector. I love collecting movies. So, yeah. Um, to me, it's ridiculous to spend two or three times in theater and then buy it. And if I really like a movie, I I will buy it. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. Like. The new Saw movie just came out called Spiral or whatever the yeah. hell. Did you watch, did you watch terrible. it? Terrible. I'm gonna buy it because I'm a huge Saw fan. Yeah. 
Um, the new Conjuring movie is coming. It came out today. I can't hey, wait did to you watch see, it. Did you see Spiral? I can't, I can't remember. I haven't you seen it. No. Okay. Um, the new Quiet Place movie came out. I will buy that when it when it's available for 4K. But like, right. I'm not spending twenty five dollars on a rental or twenty dollars yeah. on a rental. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I I do agree. When you put it. Like when you put it into perspective, it's a lot to ask for sure. I do yeah. get it. Yeah, I can buy the copy of the movie on 4K uh, DVD or Blu-ray or whatever for thirty bucks or twenty-five bucks. I'm not going to rent mm-hmm. it for twenty-five bucks. It's just it's yeah. too high of a price. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, but I'm excited for Loki. Like everything I see for Loki, mm, I'm like that show looks awesome. Yep, sure does. Can't wait. And so, like I went to mention this at the top, but obviously next week. Loki starts on the Wednesday. We are going to still record on the Friday um, like normal, but I will be in Muskoka on vacation. So Really? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to record from Muskoka, but I don't know what my internet slash like cell phone reception will be. <laughs> so it's going to be trial and error. Like uh, if the episode great. is choppy or like Matt can't, you know, hear me or see me or whatever the case may be, then we will have to postpone it to the following week and just do two episodes when I get back. Yeah. But I'm going to attempt to do it from Muskoka just to um, get it out of the way. I don't want to miss you a week. You should be like, really drunk for that one. <laughs> it's going to be a slop show. Because um, I'm working till yes. 5.30 that morning. And then uh, we're leaving at like 7 or 8 to drive to Muskoka, which oh is like 5 God. or 6 hours. You're going to be a fucking mess. So... I'm going to sleep in the car on the, on the drive up there. But then like when I, we get there, I'm going to probably start drinking or at least start, you know, so I'm talking like probably by like, you know, two, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to be drinking. So by by 1am, it's going to be a slop show. Remember that time we went camping in Wheatley and you got so drunk in the day that like, you passed out at the bath at the bathroom, and then I had to go. <laughs> I had to go and pick you up. And when we got back to the site, you tried to give me cab fare. <laughs> Not just that. While in the car, while you were going like ten kilometers an hour, yes, I was, going very I was like, Matt, you got to slow down, man. You're going way too fast here. Like, dude, my foot, my foot's not even on the gas right now. Like, <laughs> I was hammered. And like I was, you picked me up at a picnic table on an empty campsite. That's what it was. It was an empty. Yeah. Didn't Ash? Didn't your girl Ashley called me? Right? She's like uh, Ashley called you. It was like I can't get him to walk back to the campsite. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Those were good times. I was I was a mess, and then I passed out in the middle of the campsite on the ground, and Kendra danced over me for like an hour. Face in the dirt. Face in the dirt. I actually still think that's my favorite camping trip. That I've had. Oh, it was the best. So fucking funny, man. Oh, God. I wish I wasn't with my ex-girlfriend while we were there, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a good, good one. So I miss camping so much. I cannot wait for stuff to open up again, man. Like, I keep telling everybody here that, like, as soon as the restrictions lift and campsites open for, like, the season, which yeah. is, like, apparently going to happen, I assume everything's going to be booked up instantly yeah for sure but if i can get a site for like even just a weekend in august or something like i cannot fucking wait yeah that's sweet man yeah we're going uh uh we rented a cottage like near Kelowna, like kind of west Kelowna. 
yeah. right on the water. So we haven't been to this one before, so we're gonna we're trying it out. And nice. Hopefully it'll be good. Next like second week of July or something. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. Pretty excited I, about it. I just miss doing things, you know. Me too. I really want to go back to Europe. That's really where I want to spend my vacation, if I'm being honest. But this year it won't won't happen this year. Probably do it next no. time. Yeah, I'm hoping next year, like me and my friend Brian, uh, we went to Cuba last year. Nice. And we had plans to do something again this year, like go somewhere tropical like that for a week. Uh, the joke between me and him was like, wouldn't it be funny if we went to Cuba in 19, 2019 and then for 2020 we went to, or yeah, no, 2020 we went to Cuba and then 2021 we went to Minnesota or something like ridiculous, <laughs> like just some random ass city. And that was like our joke with like Indianapolis. Minnesota 2021. Um, but like, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't know where we'll end up going. I mean, maybe Mexico or something like that, but nice. anywhere where it's all inclusive, where we can eat and drink. Yeah, you like that. You want. You know, like the thing for me is like I'm not a big like I don't really like sun a lot. Yeah. And like I don't I really like I hate beaches. Like I hate sand. So I'm like Anakin. I just hate sand. <laughs> I fucking I hate, hate sand. sand. I hate it. I hate sand. I I, I mean it gets everywhere. I, I'm not a big sand fan either. Like um <laughs> I uh um I don't like swimming. Like I hate swimming. I'm not. Yeah, a, I, I really love swimming either. I like. A hot I like bath. the idea of cooling off yeah, swimming. Me too. me too. I like a bath. Like I'll yeah. I'll go in a have a bubble bath and like I love baths. Fucking love, love a bath. But hitting it. Hey, get over here. Love a bubble um, bath. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't like being swimming in like a body of water because I'm a t- a I'm a terrible swimmer. Um, B, I don't trust anything in the ocean or in the water. Like my my number one rule, and Matt knows this, is I don't trust anything with no legs or more than four legs. So if you have more than four legs, I don't know what you're doing with all those legs. You gotta stop because like why do you have more than four legs? You don't need those many legs. And then if you have no legs, like a snake, I don't know how you're getting around. I fucking hate snakes. See, I love lizards. I like lizards though, but I no, hate it's stupid. Oh, but snakes. I trust lizards because I can tell what they're doing. They have four legs. They know what they're doing. You know where they're going. Snakes, you don't know where they're going. It's true. It's true. Little sidewinders. Yeah. So like, I hate snakes. Like snakes is my biggest yeah, fear on I hate the planet. Snakes too. I'm not a fan. I remember we've had I've, we've had some fucking hilarious discussions about snakes. I remember. Like I cried in Wheatley <laughs> because there was a dead snake on the road and I thought it was real. And I started crying because I thought it was a real snake. Side note too, when I moved into my old house, there was a window in my spare bedroom that like, you know, those like those windows that like don't stay open. Like you have to pin something in the window to keep it yep. from sliding down. Yep. So my mom put a stick from outside in the window at some point to keep it open and at some point somebody took it out or whatever and it fell out of the window and dropped under like a, a dresser and like a piece of the stick was sticking out from under the dresser and I went into that room and I thought it was, a, was snake a snake sitting under the dresser <laughs> and I started freaking the fuck out like I started freaking out I'm like there's a snake in this room I have to burn down this house like how do I I don't know what to do 
And yeah, I literally called my parents and was like, I don't know what to do. There's a snake in my spare bedroom. Like I have to leave. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, you don't trust snakes. That's the number one rule. That's why you can't go to Australia. <laughs> I don't trust Australia. There's snakes everywhere. What are you doing? And you're watching Moose Milk Me. <laughs> I'm don't just saying, why does everything in Australia want to kill you? Uh, that's a bold There's statement. spiders the size of fucking trees in Australia. What is going on in that country? <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. It's like its own little thing. It's its own little world. It's by itself. I don't. I want to go there really bad. They have great things. Me too. I couldn't. I love kangaroos. Like too long. You do. Kangaroos are amazing. They're cool creatures. <laughs> they want to kill you, but they look cool. But they'll put your everything head in else in that country is poisonous, and they don't like me. I'd love to go to Australia, but it that flight would not. I have bad flight anxiety, and I don't know if I can Same. do that. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. I hate so. flying. Going to Cuba, which is like a four-hour flight from Windsor, is the longest flight I think I can handle. And I really want to go to Europe. I really want to go to Japan. Europe's I'd love to go to Australia, amazing. even though everything there wants to kill you. I don't think I can do the flight. Europe is seriously like, like it's it's funny how you can enjoy something that you give absolutely no shit about. Yeah, like like when I go to London, like Kate is obsessed with like the Royals and like she right. just loves that stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like I honestly couldn't give a fuck. I bet you we spend like. 60% of our time there doing touristy stuff around that. But it's like when you're there and you see it, it's just like, like for me, it's like I can appreciate just like what it is and like how right. long it's been there. And yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I love that stuff. I'd love to go to Mexico maybe one day, but like, we're still not done with Europe. Right. Like we want to yeah. do like, so we were supposed to go last year. We were last year, 2020, we were supposed to go to uh, Brussels Paris again, and uh, what was the last place? Amsterdam. But, but yeah, right. here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, one of my best still... friends was supposed to go to Japan with his wife, mm. and um, it got delayed, obviously, because of COVID, and then uh, they ended up having a baby, so, like, I, I think they just no ended dice. up getting their money back, but, yeah. like, yeah, it's it's a crazy world where like people had all this stuff planned and then like everything got pushed and you know maybe you'll never get that opportunity to go to Japan or or, or Europe or whatever again because life has changed. But yeah, I mean up in the chat, uh, Alexia Mocha said come to Mexico and it's yeah. like yeah, I, I would love to go to Mexico. Like it's a place I haven't been. I've been to Cuba and I've been to Jamaica. Um, and then obviously I went out to see with Matt to Vancouver and then I went back out there again later on to see him. But right. like, those, I, those I, I will literally go anywhere. Today. What's that? Those pictures came up in my memory from yeah, when you found glory. <laughs> yeah, same. I, uh, I, I, like, I would love to go anywhere. If somebody's like, you know, let's go to Sarnia, Ontario for the weekend. I'd be like, I'm in, like, I'll go literally anywhere outside of Windsor to just have fun and have, you know, explore and whatever. But like, obviously something like Europe or Mexico or Japan, like something that has actual different things to see, different people, yeah. different Yeah. When different you go there, it's like, you, it's like, you know, you're not at home. Like, it's yeah, like that's, yeah. that's the thing I like about being in Europe. It's like, when you get there, you're like, nothing about this is like being at home. And it's like, it's that's a culture what I like shock. 
Yeah, it is. It's cool. It's really cool. It's the same as Cuba. Like going to Cuba to see to see the way their houses are, to see the way they they work, they live. Obviously, it's communist, so it's 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 different. But like even just going on the bus and listening to them talk about like the laws of the country and the way like their education system is and so on and so forth. Like it's fascinating. And like you go to a country and kind of absorb their, their culture and the way they live is, is it, it's interesting. It's different. It's something like eye opening. And I think it really expands your mind as a human. Totally. So yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to go to Europe and like explore England and explore, you know, Ireland and, and you would, you know, you'd whatever. love, you love Ireland probably. And you'd love like, like honestly, like we did a big tour of Ireland in I think like 2018 maybe or something. Right. And like, I, I didn't love it as much as I would have liked to because the first week me and Kate went to London for a week. And then the right. second week we met up with her parents and her brother and his girlfriend. And we did like Ireland and we did like, we toured like Ireland, like basically one whole coast top to bottom. Like, right. but the problem was, is like, we were in a car every day. Like we stayed in every city for like one day. And it's like, yeah, it's not the enough. only place, the only place we stayed for more than one day was Dublin. And like, I fucking love Dublin. It was so nice. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think Dublin would be cool to like go back for like longer. But like when sure. we go to London and stuff, like we like in London, like we fully utilize the transit system. Like, right. like we do full day trips where we'll take like a train like three hours away, and yeah. then like we'll take the train back, and then like right. take the subways back. Like we use the subway because like it's super. We find it like super user friendly in in. London. Yeah, my friend Brian and Brett and Sean went there. Well, Sean lived in England for a while, but um, oh really? Yeah. Um, they took the train everywhere because it's, it's just easy to get around and, and whatever. But um, like even like something like Iceland, like I'd go to Iceland for oh, a week. I'd love that. Just or to Norway check it out. Like it's Norway. just a weird country. And it's like, mm-hmm. I 100% would love to see it. I'm not yeah. a big cold person. Like I, I, I'm, a, I'm a heat person. I like summer. I love warmth. But just to see like the country and the people and everything like that like you could have such interesting conversations with people that live in the country and just learn about their lives and that's the fascinating part it's like just just seeing something outside of your normal bubble you know yeah 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 i, um, I don't know i just i love i love like it's funny because like when i lived in windsor like i'd never even been on a plane before Right, and like right. when I moved to Vancouver, that was the first time I like, like the first time I went to Vancouver to check it out to see if I'd like it. That was the first time I was ever on an airplane. And yeah. it's like since I've been there, like I've been to a lot of places. Like I've been to like you know five different places in Europe. I've been to Costa Rica. You know, like you know we've got to do a lot. We've done Seattle. We've done California. We've done like it's been crazy. Yeah. we've seen a lot. Well, even like when we drove you to Vancouver, yeah. like. Like, even though we didn't get to, like, really, like, see things Enjoy, all the way yeah. there, yeah. Um, it was cool just to, like, drive through states yes, and just, like, was. see, remember, see remember things. When we, remember we were debating whether we should go see Mount Rushmore or not? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I honestly wish we would have, but it was, like, way out of our way. Yeah, it was pretty far out of the way. But, like, that's the cool things is, like, seeing something that you would never get to see and maybe never will get to see again, like... My still my number one thing I want to do is like fly out to Vancouver and me and you go down to like California or something like that. Yeah, it'd be fun. And just like even if we can go to like a concert or or whatever, it doesn't even really matter what we do. 
I just think it would be a fun time to just travel with you and, and see something cool that we both haven't been to or both haven't seen or whatever. Like the problem would be that it's been so long since you've been here that like I would I have I like know here now. It's like it's, it's yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like if you came here, like I would I'd run out of time, like because there's so many things that I would want to show you that like yeah, sure. Because you know when you came and saw me last night, I think I'd only been here for like a couple years, two or three years, right? So it's oh, like, more than that, probably. Really. No, I can't, no, I, no the, the second time you came. I think it was only... I know, like I, I think it's been longer than that. Oh, maybe, yeah. So, like, I've been out here for 12 years, so it's like, now that I'm out here and have lived in three or four different spots, it's like, I really know my way around the area, right? So it's like... I think the like, last time I went, you were only in your second place there. Yeah, maybe. Because the first time I went, you were in that one place, and then I think the second time you had just moved... Were we in the high rise the second time? I think no? so. The eleventh story on the water. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we had just moved there. Okay. Yeah. So that's at least that's nine. That's almost ten years ago. I don't think it was that long that I went, but we lived in that place for eight years. We've been here now for a year and a half. Yeah. So it was somewhere in between that, but yeah, like I haven't been out there in the probably five years if not more well longer than that yeah yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, but yeah yeah that when you get here we'll have the first time it'll have to be um it'll have to be here because like i'm gonna want to show you shit so oh no <laughs> and that's what i mean it's like do. anywhere you go you need more than a week there's just yeah, too much to see it's you true. know it's true i wish i had you know five weeks of vacation a year where i could go hey yeah. i'm gonna go to europe for a month you know? That would be that would be nice. I but, still have three weeks this year, so yeah. one of them will be in July, and then I'm gonna come home for one and work from from Ontario another one. So that'll be two. And right, I have one more left, but I might hold try to hold on to it for next year because if I go to Europe next year, I always take two weeks for that. So yeah, for sure, you don't want to go to Europe for a week. I mean, so it'd be nice to have like another week where I can sure, you know, just have it if my mom comes or somebody comes, right? If you come, yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I have one week I'm going to Muskoka and then I have another week left, which I don't know. I'll, I'm probably going to save till October or November just to have a break, but nice. um, yeah, uh, next year I, I definitely plan on, you know, I want to go somewhere. I want to go to Mexico or, 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 you know, whatever. I would love to go to Hawaii too. Like Hawaii's ah, definitely on my Hawaii. list. Yeah. It's on ours too. Um, it's just really, really expensive flights, and there's. I'd no, love to go to as Japan. Far as I know, there's no all-inclusive resorts. I'd love to go to Japan, but I worry about food because I'm picky. I'm a picky eater, and I don't eat seafood. Yeah. I know that. I know that. I'm in good company with you, but what I'm saying is that would be my biggest worry with Japan. Oh yeah, but and I don't to, speak a lick of Japanese, so well, that that too. But to be honest with you, I've heard it's very intuitive in that, like a lot of the stuff is really self-explanatory because of. They're just like that's how they communicate. It's like it's not, it's not like right. in Japanese necessarily. It's more in like diagram and stuff like that, right? So I've, I've heard it's really easy to kind of maneuver what your way around there without knowing the language and stuff. So I right anyway. No, and I, I'm sure it is because it's you know such an international place, but and because it's such a forward-thinking place technology-wise too, right? Yeah, like it's, 
But I remember back in the day, like, uh, one of the video game websites I used to read a lot, um, they would go there for, um, like, video game conferences and stuff in Japan, and they would play uh, Is This Fish or Not? Because they had no idea what they were ordering in restaurants. And, like, that's my biggest fear is because I do not eat seafood in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. That goes back to my I don't trust anything in the ocean. So, um, yeah. I do not want a chance eating something random that I don't know what it is. And I mean, that, there's like, always McDonald's. Yeah, but even McDonald's there has like some fucked up shit. Yeah, but if you just stick to what you know. Oh yeah, I'd be like, you could point out a Big Mac from a fillet of fish. I'm pretty sure. Give me a goddamn cheeseburger and I'm good to go. You know. I'll take eight of those for the road, baby. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take road cheeseburgers and eat them on the way. You know, whatever we're doing. But yeah, no, I. I that's my fear. <laughs> um so what anything you've been watching lately or anything like movie wise or anything i haven't been watching but i've been podcasting and youtubing a lot lately what what podcast um right now the one i'm like super into is a toy one. it's like it's called they're not dolls it's uh they're not dolls they're not dolls it's it's okay. like a toy a toy podcast so yeah they do like a like a live one on youtube every thursday and then like it goes up for like a podcast like without the visual obviously like on the friday and then they do these things called quickie minis on tuesdays they used to do it every monday and wednesday where it's just like an hour-long show where they uh-huh. just kind of catch up on toy toy news because like uh-huh. in the toy world like shit happens like fast all the time like honestly right, like right. last week i think they've shown like I don't know, like fucking like 10, 10 new figures. It's just like non-fucking-stop. It's just right now they're just like spanking our wallets. So it's, yeah, it's a lot to keep up on when you follow like multiple things. Like I like sure. Marvel Hasbro stuff. I like the Star Wars stuff. I like Power Rangers. I like NECA, NECA Ninja Turtles and MCU stuff. So it's, yeah, yeah it's like kind of a lot to like kind of keep up on sometimes, right? So it's sure. like a good spot to go and just get kind of everything all at once i guess yeah, yeah but but yeah it's fun they're just they're funny they got again like to me the thing that makes a podcast is like you, you like if they're for for the first thing for me is like i have to like the voices like if the voices annoy me oh like, Sam. i i just i can't get into it that it's like the, the thing that really sells me on a podcast is like if the people on it have chemistry and it's like oh, you know any of the ones that i'll name as we're talking about this like they have that chemistry, right? Like, I also yeah. love, like, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Like, yeah. to me, like, Conan and Sona and Matt, that's his yeah. assistant and the producer, like, they have, yeah. like, sometimes I'd rather just listen to them than have oh, them sure. listen to the guests because they're just, like, they pick on each other and it's yeah. so fucking funny. Conan and, and just, Sona, like, the way oh, they interact, they're the best. They have that, like, um, almost, like, brother and sister vibe yeah. between them where they they know what pisses what each other makes off. each other tick yeah <laughs> and they know what bothers the other person so they can they can pick at each other in the 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 funniest ways and like i mean i've always been a huge conan fan i think conan's very very funny i was also a huge david letterman fan um but yeah like conan i can't wait to see what he does on hbo after he lose he leaves tbs um, oh is he going to hbo i didn't know that yeah oh nice that's his next um that's his next spot. Like, I, I guess he signed some kind of deal with HBO. I don't know what it entails, but oh, good for him. Um, That's great. 
Yeah. So, like, I think his show ends on TBS next month. And then um, I think he's going to continue to do, like, his podcast and stuff like that. But I don't know when the HBO show starts. But, um, yeah, I think I think Conan's a very, very funny comedian. And um, his his podcast is great. I haven't listened to it as much this last season. And there's a yeah. lot of guests on it that I did not care about and did not yeah. know who they were. But, um I've always thought that him and Sona like just make that podcast. Like even even Matt on yeah. that. Or Matt, I think Matt. Right? I, yeah, Matt. Yeah. I think Matt adds a lot to it too. I, agree. I have to. I have to say they've been lately. They've been doing this thing called Conan O'Brien needs a fan, and they. Yeah, I've, I've seen they, a few of them. Oh my god, they're fucking they're so funny. They're so funny. Yeah, yeah he's, I, just, uh, he's just really funny in general. But like, as soon as you put yeah. him with Matt and Sona too, like it's yeah, it's amazing. It's so yeah, good. I agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, they play up that Stona is just like his, his, um, like assistant or whatever. But like the fact that she has that kind of comedic chop, like, I don't know if she just got that like through Conan or if she's actually a comedian that like just, I I don't know. But like, she is sure being around Conan and stuff. Like, cause I think, I think a lot of things that make her funny is like her timing's really good. So it's the like, I, I feel, I feel like that's a lot of that's probably picked up from just being with Conan for 11 years or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I, like, I don't know, but like, that's not to say she's not funny. I'm sure she is funny too, but if I mean, she did like a live show, just her talking about shit, I would go see that. Cause I think she's yeah. funny enough where she could do like a standalone live show. And I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll, I, I'd pay money to watch her like talk about like, you know, weird experiences working for Conan and like stuff like just her her thoughts and her views on things. Like I find her a very, very funny person. It's the same as yeah, me too. Um, Carl Pilkington from Ricky Gervais. Like, I don't know if you ever watch any of the Ricky Gervais podcasts. No, I, I love, I'm a huge fan of Ricky Gervais. Yeah, but, um, uh, Carl Pilkington is like, his like, I don't know, his friend and like helped produce some of his movies, I guess, or, or I don't know, worked on with him on some of his stuff. And he's just like weird, weird, weird dude. Um, and very, very, very funny. And, like, it's just his viewpoints on things are, like, so out of left field that, like, you. N- I highly recommend. Um, it's a Ricky Gervais show they did as a podcast, and then they made it, like, an animated um, 30-minute YouTube? show on HBO. Oh, highly okay. recommend that. And then they did, like, a standalone show called, um, fuck, I can't even think of what it's called right now. But it was uh, it, it was Carl seeing like things in the world. They brought Carl to different countries and different things to make him like see different things. And fuck, is that show funny, man? Like you'll cry laughing during that show. Um, a, it reminds me a lot of that. Like Conan, Conan and Sona's relationship reminds me a lot of Ricky and, and, and Carl's relationship. Okay. They pick at each other. They know what makes each other tick. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's. There's a lot of fun in that in me, like for me. So like and even with that like that toy that they're not dolls, it's like a they call it like the toy egos. So it's like it's a yeah. huge, huge like toy community, right? It's pretty cool. Sure. Um but yeah, same same with them. It's like they just the two the two hosts, they had a third one who just kind of took like a leave kind of for the okay. summer. Um but like the three of them, uh now just the two of them have like really, really good chemistry and it's just like you know, they always rip on the one guy, Adam, because he wears, like, V-necks all the time. And they're, like, constantly ripping on him for, like, yeah. and for being short and stuff. And it's just, like, sure. it's super funny, right? So it's just... Yeah, yeah. Off. I mean, I think that's why our, our podcast works as well as it does. Yeah. Well, it's, it's 
it's for us it's just like us, uh, us just getting a chance to talk and like be well that and we know and, we know each other well enough yeah. where we can pick up on things that you would enjoy and i would enjoy and bouncy things off each other and we're not we know that something you say or something i say is not going to be offensive to the other like once you you're comfortable with that other co-host you can kind of find that balance of like what works and what doesn't work because we've been yeah. friends for 15 20 years you know yeah. and um well we know each other well so yeah exactly so it it really works itself out and it's the same as uh one of my favorite podcasts it's the last podcast on the left which is like a true crime slash i don't know supernatural podcast it's very comedic based like they're all comedians they're very very funny but it's very well researched into like very famous serial killers and and true crime cases but also like touches on like supernatural slash like aliens ghosts that kind of stuff but um they've been friends for a long time so they automatically know what it makes each other tick and can bounce off each other things and like not offend each other by making you know a jab at the other person or whatever and mm -hmm. it makes it fun so um yeah that's one of my favorite podcasts like i listen to that you what's know, it called like, again two, last two episodes on the left. a week so what's it called again last podcast on the left it's exclusive to uh spotify now oh nice uh yeah. it never used to be but um they do a thing called side stories which is basically just two of them two of the three of them doing um random true crime stories of the week like just random ass stories out of like you know whatever state or whatever country that pop up you know some guy jerking off in shoes in florida or whatever the fuck <laughs> that was literally a story like two weeks ago but um weird <laughs> yeah but like the actual the friday episode is that there's like real real episode the real right like, like true the big crime one episode. yeah yeah and they generally do like deep dives they've done like most of the heavy hitters like they've done stuff on Dahmer and and um um you know charles manson and so on and so forth but they also do like random you know alien stories or abduction stories or um you know ghost stories or whatever haunting yeah, yeah. so on and so forth they're very out there but it's cults you know all that kind of stuff but um yeah that cult show that you recommended me last week yeah fucking so good dude <laughs> we never been it we never went back to it we actually didn't really watch kate got sucked in she's re-watching mad men right now so it's like oh, yeah. and i just i don't know it's oh it's like i can kind of jump in and out of it but it's just like i don't know it's just not really i don't really dig it i don't really I find love it very dry I don't really love John Hamm, if I'm really being honest. Like, I kind of find his, arro his arrogance kind of, he's, like, super dickish, and I just, like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really enjoy him. It's that um, toxic masculinity type thing that, like, yeah, I, maybe. Can't, I can't vibe with. Like, I've never been that macho. I was just going to say, it may, it may have something to do with the fact that, like, growing up, like, that was, like, those are the that was the kind of person that picked on me all the time so it's like yeah, same. i have a hard i have a hard time being like this guy's cool it's like yeah I'm like, i, this guy's I, I don't relate to him in any way <laughs> the, the the whole like yeah i i i like mad men i think it's a really well-written show i just i watched i think the first two and a half or three seasons yeah because you like elizabeth elizabeth moss right so yeah um I just found it very, very hard to get through. I found the episodes became more of a, like a chore to watch than yeah. like. I think um, that's why I bounced too because I remember yeah. watching most of the maybe not most. I bet you I watched like three quarters of the first season with Kate, kind of like yeah. at least enough to be catching what was going on, but it just didn't connect. 
So. Yeah, it's very, very hard to watch for me. It's it's too dialogue heavy and um, not that that's a bad thing. I think if it's it's really wit- witty, it, it would be different, but it's very like 60s male, I'm going to cheat on my wife and drink yeah. and all yeah. that shit where I'm like, I don't relate to these people. I don't, I don't like these people. I don't yeah, find them interesting. Here. And that's where it kind of loses me. But um, Mad Men. Sorry, big boy Kai. Uh, oh yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. that. We're just talking about anything tonight. It's just kind of like free balling here. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're hopping topic to topic. It's we were talking about the MCU, then we were talking about traveling, and now we're talking about Mad Men. <laughs> no topic this week. Anything goes. Anything Matt could goes. ask me to take my shirt off and show my nips, and I would do it just for him. And it would be nipple time. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I watched I watched that documentary that that uh, that cult documentary. I watched the whole thing that night. Um, I love cults. I think they're super fascinating. So I watched all that. I've been watching um, old seasons of the Challenge. I'm a huge reality show fan, so I'm a huge the Challenge fan on MTV. So I started. I watched two seasons of that this week, just between like you know work and um, it's an easy show to throw on while you're eating dinner or whatever. Mm. So. I watched both episodes of that, or both two seasons of that, and then um, I'm waiting for uh, to watch the new Saw movie and the new Conjuring movie, and um, then yeah, obviously Loki next week and then vacation. Yeah. So it's gonna be a busy like couple weeks. I'm gonna I'm be excited. busy too. I got a we're at work. I'm doing a big like I'm gonna be in store for most of the next couple weeks, and then I have to go oh, out yeah. of town. For a couple weeks, or not a couple weeks, gotta go out of town for a week, probably. So. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be a good few weeks, and like the weather's finally nice. And mm, that's nice. Yeah, I I I mean, this is my favorite time of year. Like, yeah, when you can drink outside in shorts and in in sandals. That's Ryan time. You know, I like. I think I like the fall the best still, but I like layers, especially as I get fatter. I'm like layers are good. I want to wear as little clothes as possible at all times. <laughs> I, hate I just clothes. pictured you in a Borat green bikini. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not confident enough to wear that, but, like, I I hate wearing, like, sweatshirts and jackets and, and pants. Like I don't like wearing it if I'm sweating my balls off, but if I'm, if I'm, like, I like it in the fall. Like, I like to be able to go out wearing, like, a hoodie and a sweater or something like that. Like, I mean, I will, like... If it, if it's just necessary, I'll I'll wear a hoodie. But like I, if I can wear a t-shirt and shorts at all times, if I could live in a state where or a country or wherever that just required shorts and a t-shirt, like that would be my year-round getup. Like yeah, yeah, Vancouver is good for that. You would probably be fine with shorts in the winter here. I mean, we do yeah, have some no, cold days, but not like you're you're away. Like that's the thing is like me now. I'm declimatized, right? So it's like. It's like when yeah. I go home in the summer to Ontario and I'm sitting in someone's house and they have air conditioning on, like I'm freezing my dick off because like we don't have air conditioning here. Like that's not a thing in BC. Like, well, you'll be happy at my house because I don't use air conditioning. <laughs> like I think of times when I went to Mike's house or like I went to Craig's yeah. house and like, yeah, I li- it's or like even 70 degrees, in my parents' yeah. house. Like honestly, yeah. like in the summer I need to bring winter clothes just to yeah. live at home because like I've, 
my my place does not get that cold ever like sure. ever 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 <laughs> yeah um big boy kai said hawaii is good for you then and then he uh also yeah, said he, uh i wanted to bring that up because i'm curious on your i don't follow the conjuring at all so i don't even know what the fuck any of it is i know I've yeah so he it, said this probably isn't a popular it. opinion but i kind of feel like they're milking the conjuring um yeah i agree with you um the problem is is um the conjuring is based off of the warrens case files right so for people that don't know the warrens were um they're both dead now uh were these like paranormal researchers that actually existed this is what the conjuring movies are based off of um these two this couple um actually existed they were basically investigated like paranormal stuff in like the 70s 80s so on and so forth um from everything that I've read about them, they're basically con artists. Like they basically used the situations of people saying that their stuff, they had ghosts or they had paranormal activity, um, and figured out ways to make money off of it. I don't believe in the paranormal. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm an atheist. Really? I don't believe in, in any of that stuff, but I find it terrifying. The idea of something haunting you that you can't yeah. protect yourself from is a very scary idea to me especially with kids like kids in scary movies where they're like staring at shit or like <laughs> holding knives or any of that stuff like it freaks me out i don't like it or um, when it crawls like a spider yes that kind or of stuff freaks me out too if its legs all fell off and it slithered at you like a snake terrifying that's my worst case scenario that is the worst case um, scenario. straight back to the note the rule it has yeah. what is it anything without legs? legs i don't trust <laughs> But most babies have legs. That's the problem. It's true. Yeah. But um, no, I I don't know if the new Conjuring movie is very good. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of the second Conjuring movie, to be honest with you. I think it was fine. I don't think it was, like, phenomenal. I think the first Conjuring movies are very, very, very good horror film. Um, the Nun and the Annabelle movies, I think, are hit and miss. Uh, La La Rona, I thought was okay. It had jump scares, but it wasn't very, like... It didn't do anything that was bewildering to me. Um, I think a lot of the premises of the movies are terrifying. I just don't think that they're very amazingly done. Like, I don't think they're doing anything to reinvigorate the genre or anything like that. Um, I'm excited to see the new Conjuring movie. I think Vera Farmiga and uh, Patrick Wilson are both fantastic actresses. Um, I'm very excited to see it. The grudge is the reason I'm terrified of little girls. <laughs> yeah, fuck. The grudge is notorious for that. Like, yeah, the grudge 100%. is creepy as fuck. Um, but I, I, I thought I the, the ring, the ring. Yeah, the ring too. For yeah, the longest time. Oh my god. The first ring movie, like um, the American the second ring one, movie, I don't doesn't even really register for me because I like I don't really give a shit. Like it didn't do anything to me like the first ring did. Yeah. That's like, um, we talked about this during our favorite movies. That's like Blair Witch too, though, right? Like, it's funny how many people were like, that wasn't scary. And I'm like, what did you just watch, man? Like, that yeah. shit is fucking terrifying. Like, the Blair Witch terrified the shit out of me. Yeah, um, me too. But I also love camping. Right. And so being in the middle of a forest and like being lost. Yeah, it's and so familiar to you, you, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it really relates to me where like I can put myself in that situation at night in the forest and be scared. Yeah, um, totally. I think Blair Witch 2 is an abomination to movies. Yeah. And the, the, the remake slash like whatever it was called, the Blair Witch that came out like, I don't know, 2016, 2015, whatever the hell it was. 
Um, it was fine. It wasn't really a Blair Witch movie, but it yeah. it was fine as a sequel. Um, I still think that probably the best horror film that came out in the last like decade or so is The Conjuring, but I'm not really scared easily anymore. Like I've seen enough horror films where most premises of horror films don't really freak me out. Jump scares always get you because all of a sudden it's really quiet and then you hear a loud noise. Of course you're going to jump. Anybody would jump. That's not a scary film. That's just a loud noise freaking you out. Yeah. Um, it's like somebody coming up behind you and going boo when you don't expect them to be there. Like there's not, that's not a horror film. That's not scary. That's just somebody's freaking you out. But, yep. um, to actually be scared, like the last movie that really freaked me out was probably Paranormal Activity 2. Mm. Um, those were, those were pretty scary movies. Yeah. Watching that in theaters as somebody that is terrified of like hauntings and stuff like that, even though I don't really believe in them, but like the, like I said, like the, the idea premise. of a yeah, haunting freaked yeah. me out. Paranormal Activity 2 freaked me out. Like in theaters, I was very tense during that movie. I remember my palms being like sweaty watching mm. that film in theaters. Um, fun fact that I have, I don't think I've ever said on this podcast, but if you buy, I don't know if it's still a fact, but, um, if you buy the Paranormal Activity DVD or Blu-ray, I don't know. I'm in the credits on that movie. You are? Yeah, because they did like a fan thing where to get it in theaters, you had to go online and like promote it. And I signed up <laughs> to promote it to get it in like Windsor theaters. And as a thank you, they put you in the credits. So oh if you watch Paranormal Activity, they at the, in the credits, they list like a hundred thousand names really quickly. Like it just goes like down the screen really quickly. But if you pause <laughs> it, you'll see my name in there. Oh, uh, I know what I'm doing tonight. We're all doing that tonight, baby. No, I see it, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I, I, I don't know. I love horror films. I'll, I'll go see every horror film. I have a feeling the new Saw film is probably hog shit. It's getting really bad reviews, but I'll yeah, watch I it. Got, I didn't it's, hear it was great. Yeah, I heard it was really bad, but whatever. I'll watch it. I'll give it a whirl. Give it a whirl and see what it's like. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else has been... Uh, what else have I been watching? Oh, after our live live music podcast, all I've done this week is listen to live music. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Constantly. I saw Bleachers is putting out a new album at the end of July, and they're doing this thing where they're going to do like a Spotify live session, and they're going to play a set on their tour bus like while they're driving or like on the road kind of thing, but it's going to really? be like a live. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I even know they were still a band. Leechers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They will they haven't put anything out over like they put out two albums, so Right. But yeah, like I I really like again, like it's just like Steel Train, right? When we talked about no, albums, yeah. like yeah, Jack, the the main guy there is like I just I, he's such a good writer and he's just like I love his music. So sure. Leechers is like, yeah, right up there for me too. I really like it. And he just put out a new single and it's good. I like it. I think we're in for a lot of new like yeah. live albums albums yeah. like i think every band that their next tour they're going to record a date during their next tour to put out as a live album like i think in the next two to three years we're going to get so much music that we're going to be shocked by i think there's going to be a lot of good music because the thing is the last year gave a lot of people a lot of downtime 
lot of time to write things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can imagine that even you know I hate to say that like it sucks that that good music comes from people suffering sometimes. Oh, but like it always does. But like, and I hate to say that like yeah. that's why we're gonna get good music. But like a lot of people have faced some pretty dark shit in the last year, and 100%. like. I really feel like that's going to be coming out in the music probably, you know, in the next six to eight months. I agree. I so think, sucks, I think by the end of 2022, it, but I mean, it's, we're going to uh, get a lot of, of new albums, a lot of new tours, a lot of live albums, a lot of stuff. Like I think a lot of bands are going to put out their best album in the next year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of bands are holding off releasing a lot of new stuff because they want to wait until they can tour off it. But, yep. but now I think a lot of bands probably again, have stuff in the like, pipeline that are ready yes. to go, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, I feel um, bad for any of the bands that were just getting ready to release something <laughs> when COVID started, right? Yeah. Well, like Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters put a new album out that was supposed to come out right as COVID started and they delayed it a year and then COVID was still a thing. So they just put it out. But, um, I think a lot of bands were in that situation where they're, they're probably their, you know, their studios and, and whatever were saying, delay this album until you can tour off it, make money off of it. Yeah. But, um, at some point you've got to just put the the thing out because you want to move on to the next thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to get a lot of, a lot of albums that, that studio pressure pushed, yeah, yeah, I think so too. and like Red Hot Chili Peppers apparently have like an album ready, ready to go. Oh, nice. And I'm stoked for that. Like, um, a lot of the bands I love, like I think, have an album ready to go, probably, and just have waited until the time's right to, you know, to do it. Um, yeah, put out, you know, whatever to to promote it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to go see live music again. Like it feels like Me it's too. been forever. Like even when I was messaging you earlier. The fact that we're going two years between an MCU film is like insane. Crazy. It's wild, man. That's totally wild. Like yeah. from Spider-Man Far From Home to Black Widow, it's going to be two years and a week between films. <laughs> and like, if you would have told me that four or five years ago that we're going to wait two years to the next film, I would have laughed at you. I'm like, there's yep. no way this train's ever going to stop, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It, you know, but like, it's like I've said before about the MCU is like, it, the timing on this like really sucks because it's like I feel like it's easy for a lot of casual viewers like not the super fans to like jump off at this point it's a natural jumping off point Captain America's gone Iron Man's gone Black Panther's gone you know and it's like you're getting like all these main characters Matt's gone and it's it's um, an easy point to just be like alright I'm good but and I also think I also think there's the opposite side of that, that if you were getting tired of those films, if you were, if you were like, man, I'm worn out on comic book films. I've seen every comic book film and like they've beaten this genre into the ground. I think a two year break was like exactly what some people needed of like, yeah. oh, I'm ready for a new comic book film, you know? Yeah, that's, that, I'm sure it works in that way too. Yeah. And, you know, outside of like Wonder Woman 1984, we really haven't, gotten anything in the last two years like really yeah um yeah. we got the Zack snyder you know uh justice league thing but like really, we really haven't really gotten good. anything so um i think i honestly think that if black widow comes out 
and theaters are all open in in the U.S., this movie's going to make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Well, again, the good thing they have working for this out of all the releases is, yes, I know it's in a little bit of a way kind of irrelevant because it's in the past. I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure it'll still shape the future in some ways. I, I don't doubt that. But um, the nice thing is, is like it's a good re-entry point because it's a familiar sure. face, right? So it's, you know, and, and you know it's like your your time to as like a send-off, right? So it's like you know it's going to be a send-off, so you know it's going to be like probably emotional. You know it's going to be, right. it's going to hit you in the feels, you know? <laughs> but also two things is like, I think, you know, they ended the Infinity Stone saga or whatever you want to call it. Um, and that was like the cap off to that whole 23 film arc. So yeah. this kind of like starts the next arc. Um, it was a two year break, but we get to start the next arc. But also, I think a lot of people working from home or being stuck in the house with kids signed up for Disney Plus and was like, yeah, we'll check out um, WandaVision. We'll check yeah. out, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We'll check out Loki. And now they're back in hype yeah. for the next big Marvel film. So I think yeah. in a way, I think this was advantageous for Disney. It was like, if you're tired of, of, of the MCU, tired of action films, tired of comic book films, whatever the case may be, you're ready to hop back in at this point. Um, yeah. But it's also a great starting off point of, hey, maybe you've missed some films or maybe you never were a huge fan of those films, but this is a new entry point where we can hook you back in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, point. yeah, I, I really do think like I if if theaters are open and if this movie can can get a wide release, I think it's going to make a lot of money. Hmm. I don't know if theaters are open here right now. I'm assuming they're not there, right? Theaters are not open here. Yeah. Maybe they will be by July. Um, I won't go to a theater regardless. I will, you know, rent it from home with friends or whatever the case may be. But I think if, I mean, regardless, it doesn't matter. Canada is not a huge enough market where it matters. But yeah, if the U.S., if most states have theaters open. I'm pretty I, sure I most states do have theaters records. open. Pretty sure What's they that? do. I'm pretty yeah. sure most most do. Like the one yeah. of the other podcasts I listen to, The Weekly Planet, they were talking about how uh, what movie was it? Something that recently came out in theaters. It's it's not comic book, but it, it's slipping my mind. But anyway, I remember them saying that the uh, the theater like sales or whatever ticket sales were like really really good. So it's like now as soon as that happened, it's like they noticed a bunch of like of the studios kind of stepping away from like the streaming shared yeah. shared streaming and, and theater date kind of thing. Right. So it's like, it looks like they're going to try to capitalize on everybody wanting to go back to the theater. Well, you got to remember is these studios aren't doing that for our benefit. No, yeah. I know that they're not, they're not putting them. things out day and date on, on, on HBO max or, or Netflix or whatever the case may be. They're not doing that for our benefit. They're doing it to make money. Yes. They can charge you thirty dollars from home to see a thing that they've been sitting on for a year. That's the way they're going to make money. Well, the thing is, so, that's thirty dollars in their pocket. That's no middleman. That's no theater. Right. And that's what I'm saying is, yeah, is there's nothing they've done in the last year that was anything than corporate greed. They want to make money. So, yeah. um, no, I'm not, you know, disparaging them for that. No, they, no me neither. These me movies either. are, you know, expensive hundreds of millions of dollars to produce and make. They want to make their money back and i understand yeah. that but yeah um 
yeah, don't 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 think this was like you know a favor to us to watch from home. As soon as they can, they know that they can make money in theaters. They're going to stop doing you know movies yep. from home. They're going to yep. they're going to push the theater again. So yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, I would hope that they keep you know if you want to rent it from home, you can, and if if you want to see it in theaters, you can. But apparently, Shang Chi's not going to have that option. Yeah, Shang Chi's gone, Black which Widow means will, but... the Eternals is not. Yeah, I agree. So, and Spider-Man definitely won't. By December, no. they're going to hope that worldwide the theaters are open. So The thing that's weird, though, is Spider-Man won't be able to stream on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I know. And, and Sony very bizarre to me. I don't think, anyway. Do it's going to be on Netflix. Oh, nice. Because Sony reached a deal with Netflix that all Sony pictures are going right. to Netflix first. Right, that's right, that's right. Um. I find that very bizarre. I don't know why Disney would let that deal happen to me. Yeah. Seems you weird. You want right? everything in one place. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, Sony is really harping that Venom 2 is leading into like a Spider-Man tie-in and Venom 2, like they keep pushing Venom 2 is a great movie and I just don't understand it. I don't see it. The trailer was god awful. Yeah. I don't know Honestly, what they're seeing I that hope, we're not. I hope that we're wrong. Oh, I, I hope agree. That totally. Venom Two is amazing, but based on the trailer, yeah. I'm sorry that they went the wrong way. They took yeah. all the shit that was horrible about Round One and they brought yeah. it back and amplified it. It's like, oh, you guys loved Eddie jumping in the lobster tank and eating a lobster's yeah. head off. We're gonna let's do it do again. That ten, let's do that ten times over. Yeah. Like, it's. It seems like it's a, a paint by numbers version of a making a film, right? Like, yeah, it oh, it seems like funny. production and studio heads get involved in these films where they're like, "Oh, that would be funny. Fans really like that, and you got to put that in the movie." And that's how you end up getting like a Jurassic Park three, right? It's like, oh, people love the T Rex in, in in Jurassic Park one and two. We got to have a badder, bigger version than the T Rex. Let's put this dinosaur in, yep. and it's like. That doesn't make a good movie. Yeah, it's true. We you don't know, need a bigger um, T-Rex to make this a better movie. We just need right. a good story that makes sense. Exactly. Not rappers um, talking. Like, they might as well have been texting each other. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. It's like, a good Venom movie without Spider-Man doesn't, doesn't really work to me. Like, Venom and Spider-Man need to be together for a good Venom movie. Yeah, I And um, Tom Hardy is a great actor, I don't really love what he did with Venom. I think he's fine. I think Tom Hardy's very charismatic. I don't think his Venom is anything to like brag about. I think he looks cool as Venom. I think the CGI is really well done. Yeah, me too. I think Venom um, on screen looks great. Yeah, I think the writing's really piss poor. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, does Venom 2 give me hope in any way? No, I think the trailer is bad. I think yeah. uh, Morbius looks really bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, did you hear about did you hear about uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson getting cast as Craven? Yeah, I don't understand it. It's a weird, weird. Cast Why would you pick him? Listen, he's a great actor. There's hundreds of actors in the world. Yep. Why are you picking these same guys to play roles in the same genre of film? It's yeah, like. I know. It's taking crazy. Andrew Garfield and being like, oh, we're going to put him in the next Spider-Man movie as as Electro or like whatever. Like it's like 
there's other actors, man. Like, come on, pick somebody different. Um, I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, to me, it's find somebody else, man. He's a great actor, but there's, there's hundreds of other actors out there. Find somebody else. Have you, um, happened to come across any of the rumors about No Way Home or? Is that like what it's about, called? Isn't that what it, I don't know what it's called. No Way Home. Isn't that what the last one was called? No, last one was Far From Home, isn't it? Oh, right. And the first one was They gotta get off this stupid home thing. Hopefully after oh. this one. I but, read rumors, yeah. I mean, obviously... Did you see I that one about... Most... Did you see that one about the... The, uh... Um, Sinister Six? Yeah, yeah. And how they're supposed to, like, pull the villains from... The Toby and the... Uh... Garfield movies or whatever? Yeah, I mean, the rumor is is that they're doing Sinister Six, Green Goblin's going to be the main villain, Dr. Yeah. Octopus is in it, and then all the people that they've introduced, like Vulture and... No, um, no, no, no. I heard it's not the MCU characters. I heard, oh, I heard like, they're in it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're probably in it, but uh, the Sinister Six apparently exists. It's supposed to be like Sandman, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Rhino, um, which is horrible, Lizard, and um, Electro. Electro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard that basically everything that they've ever introduced in in um, the Sony Spider Man movies in Spider Man movies is going to be involved in some form. Um, it's wild. Andrew Garfield has come out and said like he's not involved, which I don't believe. Um, Emma Stone came out and said she's not reprising Gwen Stacy in these films. And then, I don't and believe then it. Alfred, the guy who plays uh, Doc Ock, is just like, oh yeah, I'm Doc Ock. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see that? He's just like, he's full on just like, yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, of course. Uh, we were just picking up where we left off. I can't believe, I, uh, fuck, I have his name on the tip of my tongue. William Molina or something? Alfred Molina. Albert Molina, there you go. Um, yeah. I'm great with names. Yeah, he he blatantly said he's in the movie. Um, Andrew Garfield said he's not. He's He wasn't even asked to do it. I'm like, I don't believe any of this. Um, I assume that it's going to be a small part of the movie. I, I assume that you know, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will be in it at, in some form, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's going to be like a full-on role. Yeah, I don't um, know. Hard. I guess it's hard to say, right? But I think he'll. I think it will be very much like Into the Spider Verse, the animated film, where he'll be in a segment of the film where he's in that universe. He's fighting a character in that movie. He's gonna, you know, go through a portal or something into the next universe where it's Tobey Maguire Spider Man. He's going to be fighting Doc Ock or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's going to go back into his world, and then somehow the villains of those worlds are going to come and form into his world, and he's going to be fighting, like, the Sinister Six at the end of the film. And you think he's going to get beaten down or screwed over or whatever the case may be, and then all of a sudden Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to swing in, and, like, it's going to be a three Spider-Man versus yeah. the Sinister Six. I, that's like, the that's big what I see end of that ultimately film. happening, too. Yeah, I, I ultimately see that being the direction. Um, not that I don't think that's going to be really exciting. I just think I don't know where you go from there after that, though. Like, yeah, to me, the, the only thing is, place... Is you, could, you could ground it. like Because the, the thing is, is, like, this could kind of cap off, like, the high school years... Then you can move on to him kind of being like a bit older and more a bit more mature, like you know, college or whatever, right? And like, well, my could, assumption is where they want to go with it is Venom. Yeah, I yeah, I honestly hope that we don't have to deal with that. My assumption <laughs> is Spider-Man Four is going to be a straight-up Venom 
Spider-Man crossover. Like, I feel like that's what Spider, what Sony wants as a setup. Is here's the thing: is if Kevin Feige's involved, yeah, fine. Honestly, like he will keep them on a tight leash. So, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't worry like that much about that stuff, right? Like, I don't, I can't ever imagine that he would loosen his grip on a world that he's created. I agree. Uh, just just to play nice with a company that like doesn't like they don't need him like i know it would suck to not have spider-man but it's not like we don't have 300 new characters coming in the next year and a half so we know that tom holland is in the uncharted movie which is a a movie based off the video game right yeah yeah that movie apparently is really bad that's what I heard like, too. <laughs> really, really bad. Like to the point where Tom Holland has basically come out and said that movie's really yeah. bad. I heard that. Um, yeah. So my assumption is that movie's probably not going to get a sequel, even though Sony really wants to make that a new franchise. Yes, I know. Um, yeah. If it does get a franchise and it does get a sequel, which that mo- movie may make money because there's a lot of fans of that video game. I could definitely see Tom Holland stepping away from Spider-Man for a while to do Uncharted 2. And then when the next Avengers comes out, Tom Holland is in that as the last Spider-Man role. Um, I think Sony is going to really, or or MCU is really going to push Kevin Feige, Disney, whatever the case may be. I think they're really, really going to push to leave these these characters that we've known behind to move on to the next phase of all yes. these new characters. Yeah, I do too. And that's mostly, I think, financially. I don't think they want to pay these actors... 40, 50, whatever million dollars to reprise these roles yeah. time and time again. I think they're going to find the next new young actor to pay whatever. But that makes, to that makes to sense too, right? Movie. If they want to stay relevant, they need to stay fresh with talent too, right? Like, you know, I, you know, now that, now that Robert Downey Jr. is not Iron Man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who, who, who's Robert Downey Jr. now? Like Dr. Doolittle or whatever, right? So it's like, Man, it's a- well, I'm just saying, I I think they're going to start pushing X-Men. They're going to start pus- pushing Fantastic Four. I do, too. I do, too. Those are the next two big series that they're going to start pushing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I assume this is going to be the last time we see Thor, as in, in God and Thunder. Um, uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name right now. That's directing Guardians has said this is the last Guardians film yes. that he's doing. Yeah, that he's doing, yeah. Um, the thing is, is like again, you don't have to kill these characters. You can just oh, kind of no. let them live off, and and fifteen years down the line, then old man Chris Pratt can come back and I'm not saying Lord Silver Reborn. Yeah, no, I know you're not. I know you're not. I I think they're just gonna slowly stop doing these films and move to the next phase. So I think you know Spider Man's gonna end. I think Thor's gonna end. I think you know um, Guardians is gonna end, and they're gonna start moving into X Men, Fantastic Four. Yes. They're gonna push uh Miss Marvel, they're gonna push um, you know, She Hulk, Natalie Portman as the new Thor, yep. all these things. Um They're setting up to replace all of the key events. Right. We're still gonna have then, Hulk and Jennifer Walters, we're still gonna have a Hawkeye and Ashley right. Barton, we're still gonna have an Iron Man in in well, I bet you War Machine doesn't stick around much, but like I wouldn't be surprised if they did Ironheart, which is Riri Williams. Right. Well, they are like, doing Ironheart. It's already announced. Oh, oh, there you go. See, so yeah, it's, so a, it's just a matter of time. It's going to be a Disney Plus show. Yeah, so it's just a matter of time, right? So it's they're going right. to they're so, going to keep all those key people. 
Right. They're going to they're going to keep the names of the characters, but it's going to be new actors as yeah. a different character, but as the same character. Yes. And yeah, just the same mantle. Right. It's the right. same. Yeah. Um, they're obviously diversifying the cast, which is mm-hmm. which is great, which is cool. Yep, I, um, I have no problem with that. Like, obviously, even with Black Panther, like, they're going to have to re-figure out what they're doing with Black Panther and all that. Yep. But, yep. Um, yeah, I think the next Avengers movie is going to be a, a very different cast of Avengers. You know, it's I not going to be anything we know. But that'll be, be so, that'll be enough probably to refresh it. You know what I mean? It's like, right, not, and that's what I mean. That I, think I think they're going for the full refresh. Yeah. And then the next phase, you're going to see the next, you know, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Blade, all these new characters start entering you know, whatever, what they want to do with Deadpool, all these yeah, characters start yes, entering. Totally. And that's where Avengers is going to start taking. That's where the MCU is going to start going. And then um, wherever it goes, you know, the Eternals, obviously all these actors they got for the Eternals isn't going to be a fucking one-off. They're going to be no, signed they've already, three, four, five films. I was going to so. say, they've already, I'm pretty sure they've already committed to round two. Like they've already yeah. signed the work. Yeah. So. Right. So, you know, that's where it's going is is this yeah. is the end of thor like obviously my assumption is they've signed natalie portman to, to reprise you know female thor in the next yeah. two or three films yep yep so yeah um, so there you go you got tatiana maslani that's going to be she hulk jennifer walton she's going to yeah. be in a probably a standalone hulk movie i would assume or she hulk movie and yeah, then i would assume you know so. in the next avengers yep um then you got sam as cap Right, so that's great too. Right, Sam is Cap. You're gonna have Ms. Marvel show, and then yep. she's gonna be, you know, whatever. In the Marvels or whatever. Yeah, in the Marvels and, movie, and like, and uh, Photon too, and Monica right. Rambeau too. Yeah, so they're setting up all these new characters, where it's gonna be like a new young cast, and yeah, um, that's great. That's cool. Um, I agree. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't really know what else they can really do with the characters they had anyway. Like their stories have been told. Yeah, I agree. We've seen them go through quite a bit, right? So Right. So I think it just makes sense to Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for a fresh a round of fresh talent for sure. Sure. And I think it you know, like I said, like the diversity of the cast when you have, you know, more female led power uh characters or or black led characters or whatever the case may be, um, it brings new people in and let everybody relate to a different character, which just makes that many fans, more fans jump into the, to, to the story. So I think that's our, that's our hope is like, yeah, now we're going to even bring in new people that haven't gotten into the Avengers or haven't gotten into any of the MCU this far. And this just brings in a whole new fandom. And we have young people that are, you know, getting to age seven, age eight, age 10, whatever the case may be, where, yep. Now they're just jumping into comic books. They're just jumping yeah. into the MCU and yeah, it's a whole them new, into this whole and, new audience, right? Yeah, exactly. So it just keeps up. it just keeps going. You know, just more yeah. more stuff keeps coming on top. So well, the cool thing about the MCU is it continues to grow as these movies that are older. Like, yeah, they may not necessarily appeal to maybe some of the newer audiences that are coming in, but the nice thing is, is the lore that's left from behind, like from them will like still stand true to like now, right? right? Like that's going to be the cool thing about watching the MCU grow is like, you're going to be watching a movie, you know, 15 movie, 15 years into the MCU and something comes up and it's referencing something that happened in year one. Like even look at Shang-Chi is a really good example of that. They're anchoring Shang-Chi with the 10 rings, which was first announced, mentioned the first MCU or like the first Iron Man movie. Right. So it's like, everything's canon. Yeah. It's cool. Like it's really cool to have that tie in. 
So no, I totally agree, and and I, I think that was Star Wars's biggest problem, right? Is yes, they've they've changed the, what's canon and what's not canon so many times that it it shifts people out of being a fan. Where yeah, when everything is involved, everything is canon. I mean, obviously they're pushing away the Netflix Marvel shows. Yes, but they already have. They put them in a separate category on Disney or. Like uh, Agents of Shield is in with like X Men is in like legacy, right. legacy but content or something. I have a feeling like the rumor is that Daredevil is going to be in the next Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. So if that's the case, then these characters aren't really non canon anymore. They're just being shifted into a different form of yes. canon. You know. Yep. Yep. So, Stories will be retold and right. They're just like. I, I hope that that's not the last we see of Punisher, you know? I heard that the ones that are being saved are Jessica Jones, Dead Daredevil, and Punisher. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Which is awesome. Sure we'll that's the three that I would want saved. I agree. Those are the ones that... I, I have nothing against... I mean, I didn't really love Iron Fist at all. But like, I thought Iron I Fist was really bad. I didn't actually mind uh, Mike Coltier or whatever his name is as... Oh, I think he... As I think Luke. he did good as the yeah. character, but but I think I if the they show redid just... it, yeah, it was slow and it was if they if yeah. they could redo that and like especially right now, right? Like yeah. honestly, like there would be such a huge demand for like like and I it, I know I'm not the one to be saying this, but like you know I'm living in the world, so I'll say it because I've seen it. But like, how good would it be to have something like black empowerment? in like a, sure. a bigger way than being like in the hood and like like the way they did the Netflix Luke, right? Like again, totally. it was fine, but it was just like it wasn't super, super compelling. And like well, I feel like they could really play to like the like the the origins of Power Man of Luke Cage where he was like fighting for right and like well, I, I and, feel like they could do really good with that. Right. Especially in the world we're living in now, sadly. Well with a Falcon, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Falcon did great, and and I think that was a really cool story. So if even if he did that more low key of like just like a small, you know, a small town, small part of New York where where Iron uh, Iron Fist is is, um, or 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 you know any of these characters that are low key that are just in a part of New York, like I think you could do really cool things with them. Um, but yeah, like I I think. You just have to shift it into a well-written show and and change it. You can keep the same actors, just shift it to Disney Plus with a better, well-written show. Yeah, and you're good to go. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we should probably call it a night, just because I feel like we could literally talk about this for like another three hours. So. Yeah, ninety minutes in. That's good. I think um, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we could talk all night, but. Um, Anyway, yeah, um, next week obviously will be Loki. Like I said, it will be um, the new Hulk series coming up. I don't Animated really know or anything. the Disney Plus show. I'm assuming he needs a Disney Plus show. Uh, all I know is it's on Disney Plus and uh, Tatiana Maslany is going to be She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we, I'm pretty Animated sure we've got I'm pretty sure we've got heavily speculated rumors that Mark Ruffalo will at least be in the series. Cameo of some sort. Of some kind, yeah. And didn't they say Abomination was going to be a part of it, too? Oh, I think they made Tim Roth, right? Yeah. Mm, that would be really good. I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure he was mentioned. Yeah. 
but I'm not I'm not positive about anything more than that. But Tatiana Maslani was in uh, a really good show. Orphan, I think Orphan Black. Right yeah, Orphan, Orphan Black. Yeah. Um, she was the lead actress in Orphan Black. If you have not seen all oh, comics, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know the comics either. Yeah, sorry. Not sorry. my uh, not my area of expertise. I kind of fell out of love with the comics when they kept changing them every like fucking twelve episodes. Like, yeah. hey, it's X Men number one. I'm like. I'm like literally. I'm reading X Men 13. You're starting over again. Like you just yeah. fucking restarted. <laughs> like I just. That's I can't my problem it. with it too. Yeah, but um, it's not like it used to be where it's like X Men 197. Oh, yeah. we're talking about this, and um, yeah, you could learn more about that in X Men 15. And you're like, yeah. oh, dude, that's a crazy callback. But it's like now, yeah. it's like you could never do that. The show, the series, literally lasts like nine months, and it's like, all right, we're gonna restart like cool yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we that's what we need a new direction yeah, no, I, just getting going <laughs> yeah no i totally agree with you i um i'm the wrong person to ask for comic stuff i haven't been in, into super deep into the comics in a long time it's just it's not yeah. my forte anymore um, yeah, same same here i spend all my time customizing <laughs> yeah um but thanks for watching i appreciate your comment um yeah anyway so next week we'll be talking about loki um that's gonna air wednesday so watch it on disney plus and then on friday i will be in muskoka but i'm going to try to do the podcast from there um, <laughs> that's gonna be funny yeah Hopefully it's good. i'll probably be very drunk um <laughs> so yeah so watch loki and then come watch our spoiler talk about loki episode one next friday hell yeah um follow at customs by machu follow moose milk media um all that fun stuff thanks for watching and uh we appreciate your time and uh thanks make sure you stay fresh stay like fresh Subway. like method all right bye peace